Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. President's COVID battle plan. It was designed with the components to give people the relief they needed. The Biden call for unity. There isn't anything we can't do if we do it together. Night of mayhem. <laughs> In the Northwest. We've had multiple sites that have been vandalized. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. On the first full day of his presidency, Joe Biden makes his pandemic push. Amid his call for unity, there's new executive action as his plan to fight COVID-19 and handle other critical issues comes into sharper focus. Here's CBS's Ed O'Keefe. President Biden's new nationwide COVID strategy includes getting 100 million vaccines into the arms of Americans by the end of April and safely reopening schools in the next 100 days. The Biden administration plans to set up vaccine centers at stadiums and community centers and to deploy federal personnel to help administer shots. Overall, Mr. Biden is expected to sign 10 executive orders today that, among other things, require mask wearing on planes and trains and establish a health equity task force focused on racial disparities. Mr. Biden and his staff got straight to work on day one. And I thought with the state of the nation today, is no time to waste, get to work immediately. In a redecorated Oval Office, the new president signed 17 other executive orders and actions, mostly rolling back President Trump's signature policies. They end the so-called Muslim travel ban, cancel the Keystone XL pipeline permit, and halt funding for the southern border wall. The U.S. will also rejoin the Paris Climate Accord. And White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said there would be a return to regular briefings. When the president asked me to serve in this role, we talked about the importance of bringing truth and transparency back to the briefing room. White House correspondent Weijia Jiang tells us about the celebration to launch the new administration. We've learned again that democracy is precious. Because of you, democracy has prevailed. Newly inaugurated President Joe Biden addressed the nation last night from the Lincoln Memorial. I've never been more optimistic about America than I am this very day. And I'm feeling The nighttime celebration brought together musical performances. It's a new day. Tributes to frontline workers and a taped appearance by three former presidents. The fact that the three of us are standing here talking about a peaceful transfer of power speaks to the uh, institutional integrity of our country. We will be available in any ways that we can as citizens to help you guide our country forward. Another sign of the power shift in Washington can be found on Capitol Hill. As we hear from CBS News congressional correspondent Nicole Killian. So help you, God. I do. Congratulations. Democrats took back the majority as Vice President Kamala Harris swore in Georgia Senators Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff and her own replacement. 
With both chambers and the White House now in Democrats' control, party leaders have not indicated when an impeachment trial for former President Trump could begin, instead appealing for unity. The Democratic majority will strive to make this important work bipartisan. Our country deserves for both sides to find common ground. But the president's policy agenda may not be as widely embraced, from a new immigration package to a COVID relief plan. Republican Senator Mitt Romney is among those balking at the $1.9 trillion price tag to deliver new aid to struggling Americans. There were another 4,200 COVID deaths reported in this country yesterday. CBS's David Begno reports the new president's aggressive vaccine plan runs up against the current reality. Many states are running out of doses. More elected officials are saying the same thing to the federal government. Double, triple what you're sending us. We're ready. That's the Detroit mayor, Mike Duggan. He says he has the full capability to get his city fully vaccinated in three months, but he's just not getting enough vaccine to do it. We could handle 25,000 vaccinations a week. Right now, we're scheduling 6,000. Both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines require two shots. And to make sure they have that second shot set aside, some officials are halting new vaccinations. That's exactly what happened at Baptist Health in Miami. In San Francisco, officials say they're going to run out of doses today. In New York City, Mayor Bill de Blasio says they have the capacity to vaccinate 300,000 people a week, but they're going to begin to run out of doses today, too. We've had to tell 23,000 New Yorkers who had an appointment this week that they will not be able to get that appointment. Rivka Press-Schwartz was one of those who lost her appointment. It creates anxiety and maybe even a little bit of a sense of panic. I don't quite understand scheduling appointments for which you didn't have doses. It was a night of protests and violence in Portland, Oregon. (laughs) Windows were smashed and damage done at the city's Democratic headquarters. Others marched on ICE headquarters, at least eight arrests. Trouble in Seattle, too. Police spokeswoman Valerie Carson says windows were broken at a federal courthouse and other locations. We've had multiple sites that have been vandalized, but once things start to get destructive and property starts being damaged, that is usually when we will step in and try and make arrests. A self-described leader of the Proud Boys, the far-right extremist group, was one of two Florida men arrested yesterday for their roles in the Capitol attack. 37-year-old Joseph Biggs wore what appeared to be a walkie-talkie during the storming of the building, but insists he was not in on the organization of the violence. All three National Guard members on board were killed on a training flight when their helicopter crashed in a farmer's field in western New York. Local Sheriff Todd Baxter says a witness 911 call indicated the chopper was flying low with its engines sputtering. It's with very heavy hearts that we gather here. I think we've proven again that freedom is not free with this horrific crash that occurred here in the town of Menden. In the tale of two huge lottery jackpots. That first number up is 53. Powerball numbers last night. There is one winning ticket for the $730 million prize. It was sold in Maryland. The Mega Millions lottery will draw for a $970 million jackpot on Friday night. Flashback to 1990, NASCAR's big race. And an amazing finish. The Whitcomb Racing Team has won it. Derek Cope wins his only Daytona 500. Now there's word at age 62 he'll get behind the wheel for this year's event. 
Disharmony in Great Britain, where some famous musicians are waking up to the reality that Brexit could hurt their careers. Elton John and Sting, among those charging the British government, failed to negotiate an artist's waiver that would have granted them continued free access to Europe. It's a mess at the moment. Cellist Stephen Isserlis. Not only are we going to have to get visas to tour in Europe, but we're going to have to get different sorts of visas for each of the 27 countries, which does stuff up our touring lives. The music Musicians left watching British and European officials blaming each other for the discord. Vicky Barker, CBS News, London. Moments after Joe Biden swearing in the head of the agency that runs The Voice of America resigned, Michael Pack created an uproar when he fired the boards of all network outlets. VOA was also criticized when a reporter was reassigned after asking then-Secretary of State Mike Pompeo questions. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.